Welcome to the only podcast that shares the astronomical and mathematical positions of the heavenly bodies. This is Sky Astrology. No, not astrology. This is Sky Astrology via astronomy. So today... On November 1st, you will receive a few uh, positions so that you know where everything is. Now, today, of course, at this time of 2323 GMT time, which is back to the old time, which is great, (laughs) and it will be 23 minutes after 6 p.m. EST time, and 23 minutes after 3 p.m. PST time on the 1st of November, we will come to the end of the zero degree moment, which means our moon is at one degree of Taurus. Now, if you want to know when it's going to be aligned with the Pallades, it starts in about 12 hours. The moon moves one degree every two hours about. And the Pallades energy is, you know, most intense between six and nine degrees. Okay. So that, you know, our north node is still at 26 degrees of Taurus. Venus is at 11 degrees of Virgo. Mercury is at 32 degrees, still retrograde, of Virgo. Our sun, as I said, is at one degree of Libra. The south node is at 12 degrees of Ophucus. Jupiter is still at 24 degrees of Sagittarius, as is Pluto at 26 degrees of Sagittarius. And Saturn is still at 29 degrees of Sagittarius. And Neptune is still at 20 degrees of Aquarius. Chiron is at 13 degrees of Pisces. Mars is still retrograde, so is Chiron. At 24 degrees of Pisces. Planet X is 31 degrees. And Uranus, 31 degrees of Pisces. Uranus is at 9 degrees of Aries. Okay, so that has not changed very much. Now, on the 2nd of November, we're going to jump ahead. We haven't had that many eventful birthdays because, like I said, there's no no real star alignments. And that's what tends to happen, in my experience, with uh, birthdays, which I find really um, interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> so, on the... On the second, our moon will be, like I said, aligning with the stars of Pallades system. I would say um, in the afternoon, GMT time around that. But, you know, the impact of the planets moving towards a energy is the most impactful and then once it passes that then of course it tends to be less impactful but no um my gmt timer is around i like to use the 
11 11 moments so we're gonna use 11 11 um, moment GMT time but know that it could be before that yeah um, that it's actually happening because 11 11 is of course 6 11 Eastern Standard Time and 3 11 in the morning so your morning if you're up that late <laughs> in California you'll know that so here's where the planets are on the 2nd of November 2020 at 11 11 and let's not repeat everything so Oh, let's do it because we have to. Okay, Venus is still at 12 degrees of Virgo. Mercury is at 31 degrees of Virgo. So it's changed energy. It's not at 32 anymore. The south node is at 12 degrees of a focus. Jupiter is at 24. Pluto is at 26. And Saturn is 29, all in Sagittarius. Neptune is still at 20 degrees. Chiron is still of Aquarius. Chiron is at... 13 degrees of Pisces, Mars is still at 24 degrees of Pisces, and Planet X will, won't be moving at all for a while. It'll always be at 31 degrees for quite some time, and as it is now. Uranus is at 9 degrees of Aries, and at this moment of 11.11 GMT time on the 2nd, our moon will be at 6 degrees of Taurus, which will be aligned with Pallades star system and leading up to it. So if it moves one degree, I would say around that time, it's good to use the app in this case and then see exactly where it is. Just put in Pallades in the search and then see how close it is. And when you are conscious and aware of this, you can use this. And of course, these are divine energies. So if you think in a positive high vibration, your higher self, that is the best key to working with these energies. Uh, yes, so the North Node has changed, I think. Well, or is it still 26? Might be still be 26. It hasn't really changed number. And that, my friends, is where the heavenly bodies are on the 2nd of November 2020. If I find that there are some particular uh, birthdays, I'll come back and share them with you. Otherwise, have a fantastic moment. And thanks for listening. And if you want to know more intel about this journey that we're closing up from our last new moon that went through the change the shift of the sun going into libra at the full moon on the 31st of october please listen to the next segment bye take care thanks for listening Hey, 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 it's episode 360. (laughs) How are you doing? It's Sunday, November 1st. We are officially in Libra season. This lasts for 23 days as the sun is aligned with the stars of Libra that you cannot see with your eyes because it's too bright but you can use the star location app to verify it. And if you can see our moon at night, you'll see that the moon right now is beginning its journey in the Taurus constellation. And I feel really empowered 
to talk about this beautiful alignment between Libra and Taurus and between air and earth and between the sun and the moon. And when I think about it, I've just had this incredible conversation with someone and we were talking about things that are happening in Poland of all places because women are in their droves holding on to a very simple freedom that they have. And this is really what I believe, and as we are in this zero degree moment, where our power is because a lot of what's going on now can feel like our power is being taken from us. And when I look at it life like that, I'm looking at how are we gonna take that power back? You know, unfortunately we have to take it back, right? <laughs> because we didn't expect it to be taken from it. It is our birthright to be human, to be earthlings, and to have an environment and a life that is abundant naturally, not artificially. Okay, and in the face of all these things that are happening, when we are aware that there are divine energies that in this moment of a full moon, in this moment that our sun in the middle of the new moon cycle that began in Virgo, actually we have to even go back to the other new moon that began at zero degrees Virgo, because remember we had two uh, new moons in Virgo, right? When we went into Virgo because it has such a large space. And now this um, moon, the sun is shifting, shifting from the earth of Virgo into Libra. And it's a totally different energy. And it's shifting kind of midpoint of closing this second new moon cycle. And so what do we do? Like I always like to explain with the journey of the new moon to the full moon is that the sun slowly is shining a light. Or you could say, the moon is moving away from the sun and now you can see the light on the sun, on the moon, sorry, slowly until it's full, until it's opposite, 180 degrees away, the farthest away it can be that the, our moon is illuminated by the light of the sun. And so... In this situation, given so much information, so much light, so much enlightenment, and at this juncture, we are saying, what do we do with this light? Because now it's time to take this energy, to take this light, to take this fire, to take these enlightening um, aha moments or informations and use them. Give that light away. Use the energy up. Use the fire up. Do something, right? And this journey, right, of our situation with Virgo. So when the new moon comes on the 15th of November, 
in Libra, we will have integrated this earth and air energy. And how do we integrate this earth and air energy? We do by honoring what happened at the full moon, honoring the waters of Satus in conjunction with Mars that was also in Satus Pisces and also with the stars of Aries that are there. So why is all of a sudden Mars coming to play? Because Mars and Venus and Mercury were retrograde at the beginning of the last new moon when we were at the new moon on the 16th our mercury was aligned with arcturus but is retrograde and mars was i believe even closer to um arishka and to planet x i'm pretty sure it was unfortunately near planet x so this is you know, the juncture where we're dealing with different energies now. And how I see this is that with Mars, you know, going straight because Mars is fire, but it was kind of, you know, they call it dilapidated by being first in water and then retrograde. And the energy that can be used when Mars was in that position was Mars was connecting to the spirit, connecting to the emotional, not just acting out, but really uh, being in that space of Satis and Pisces of the deep waters. And when we are in a position where real change, real alchemy has to um, move mountains or change situations, then I think it is very, very important for our energy to come from an emotional place. I explain it a lot. And you know that this is the case with the 13th sign of focus, that a focus is this galactic fire of Sagittarius combination of uh, of Sagittarius and then of the galactic center and Scorpio. And, you know, there is a power when you are mindful of the process between water, emotion, and fire. I just remember what um, someone I know, Tony of the Wake Water Movement and what they say, Wake Water Co., with emotion. Water is emotion, but motion is also fire. It's also the engine, the power we need for things to happen. And when we have both energies uh, that have represent our voice and our power, <laughs> retrograde, we are mindful that they are not in really in the position to go forward to move with full force 
But what do you do when you're not moving forward in full force? You're rethinking, you're collecting, you're reevaluating, you're redoing, you're recharging. And really not missing anything because you're redoing things. So you get a chance to go back over that situation. And now, when we are moving towards this new moon that will be in Libra, we have first have Mercury that will be going direct, but first it will go be stationary, which is very, very important. And that will be on the fourth. So everybody's going to now say, jumping, say, oh, Mercury's going straight, Mercury's going straight. Let's think of the journey. The main journey, I must say, is because Mercury was very big part of our last new moon because it was aligned with Arcturus. So when it goes first stationary, it will again be one degree away from Arcturus at 31 degrees. And it'll be stationary for a good day. Then at the same time, a few days before the new new moon, Mars will be stationary. Okay, and it's been retrograde for a bit and it will be going forward. And these two energies are in opposite parts of the sky. Mercury still in Virgo and Mars in Satus in Pisces. So what we're looking at is a real uh, connection to bring these two together. And you could even say that their midpoint, if they have, they do have a midpoint, would maybe even be found in this part of the sky connected with Aquarius and this part of the sky connected with Leo, right? Because either way, they're 180 degrees away from each other. so. They're going to be because Virgo is such a large space. Oh, I say I lie. Let's see, because Virgo is a large space. Let's be exact. That's thirty, sixty-six, sixty-six, seventy-six, eighty-six. Okay, so mathematically speaking, the reality is that. The midpoint will be in Gemini for on one side and interesting enough in Sagittarius. I don't know where I got the home. So in the Sagittarius where the Pluto and the Mercury, the Pluto and the Jupiter and the Saturn are. Okay, so if I lost you there, we're looking at the fact that when we are making this journey from the full moon where we're needing to take the energy, take the light and use it up so we can start anew and take all the lessons that we've been learning or being consciously aware of and the fact that we're not going forward in a way because Mercury is about redoing and going backwards and holding space and waiting until it goes straight because then we'll know exactly how we want to proceed. Right now, we've been tr maybe trying different things out and looking how are we gonna do uh, 
how we want to go forward, how we're going to use our voices, how we're going to take our power back, like I keep talking about how to use the power of Octurus, which is speaking out, and of course the Mars, where it's in this space, natural fire energy, but in this very spiritual space of the sky with Pisces and Satus and aligned also with planet X with Eris. And I feel that it's this is where the power, this is where the realization is going to come to take the power back. And I see it, I saw it when I saw these women protesting, you know, feeling the piazza in Warsaw, you know, in Poland. And so we are, you know, need to be aware that we can we do have the power to take it back you know we have the power to make these decisions to stand up and it's very important to do that and don't feel that we're too late because we want to really be sure and now we had this time to rethink we've listened we've been thoughtful and we've respected the rules and regulations and things like that and now as we are aware of our sun in the sign of Libra, of balance, of fairness, of love, and as, you know, this movement out of the space where the full moon was, which is in Aries and Satus, and the first point, will be here where it is now in Taurus where the Pallades sisters are you know this is one of the oldest recognized uh, constellations it's connected to earth it's got a nice long space and then it has that wonderful space that I acknowledge between Orion and the space I acknowledge which is Orion and that's between Taurus and Jupiter and that is really when you can take your power back but let's be conscious of also the fact because I don't really know a lot about you know I don't really celebrate these Halloweens or you know the day of the dead but I do respect the power of the ancestors and I do believe because of the energies that are available to us because of Octurus, which is about, you know, the consciousness of thousands and thousands of years, that these are real energies that are our ancestors, are our collective consciousness, and honoring them and knowing that they are here with us in this uh, current situation and if we are you know mindful as, as above and so below of the Libra and of the Taurus and now we're going to go into a new moon that will have the moon and our sun in Libra okay and we'll have still Mercury and Venus in Virgo. So 
these particulars are still acknowledged of the way things are because that's very earth-based and the things that happened during this journey, the last um, new moon and Virgo journey and where we're going now forward as we carry on. And Mars, of course, will be moving from 23 degrees slowly at the end of Pisces and then Taurus and then passing by, of course, before it gets to Taurus, planet X. So there's a lot happening in November, just to say, to say the least. And I will come back to tell you where exactly the planets are. That's not true. I won't come back. I'm going to put where the planets are before this. So if you've gotten this far (laughs) and you've listened to me, please send me a message so I can gift you something from uh, a consultation or something or chart. Let's see what it will be. I appreciate when people listen to me it's been a zero degrees moment (laughs) at 21 hours on a Sunday November 1st thank you very much and lots of love from me cheerio